everybody, and welcome to episode five, six, six. six. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of You Meet in a Tavern presents Void. Uh, you know everybody we won't get through that. Joe, I think you're up for uh, a what happened last time on. All Take right. it away. On You Meet in a Tavern presents Void. Uh, what happened last time? Shit. Oh, we got our asses kicked. We got our asses kicked by some trainers, some punk-ass kid named Max who had um, three starters from different generations. He had a Bulbasaur. He had a uh, Totodile and a, what was the fire type? Chimchar. Chimchar, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, and he whooped our ass. He whooped our ass. We were already low on health from the battle before in episode four, and we got absolutely crushed. Uh, we blacked out and found ourselves in this van. We were like locked up in the back. Uh, military police were taking us somewhere. We have no idea. And then all of a sudden, through this fog a steelix smashed into the van flipped the whole thing in a very awesome slow motion-esque scene and it was turned out to be geneva and team void rescuing us from whatever was going to happen to us so we hightailed it back to the base where geneva kind of questioned us about what happened on the mission we lost the electromagnetic radar and schematics without destroying it because we forgot that was what we were supposed to do and uh geneva kind of rushed off in a hurry to go find the boss leaving us to fuck around in the casino basically and that's where it ended that is pretty accurate it ended with y'all uh hitting the hay i believe um so, real quick, before we jump back into the story, I would like for you all to level up your Pokemon, please. And it uh, should be fairly quick with the Pokemon 5e app. And then just let us know kind of some of the key changes. Obviously, you'll get your HP boost and all that good stuff, but uh, let us know maybe a new move you might select, something along those lines. And should, are we, how do I even do that? Edit? Go to edit, and then yep, yep, level yep, up, yep, yep, yep. plus one, it should okay automatically update your health yep and we don't get new moves do we you might you'll have to check them maybe yeah the only thing that happens in the system when you level up to three you still have access to starting moves and level two moves um you're allowed to switch to them at level ups if you didn't like it i'm, I'm good with mine but uh you also get what's called a control upgrade uh which in the system lets you control higher species rating pokemon so more Pokemon, more uh, more powerful Pokemon. In D&D 5e, there's this thing called CR, um, which kind of tells you the difficulty of the monster you're fighting, and it's similar in Pokemon. So you're you're able to control more powerful Pokemon at level 3. Hashtag critter rating. Right. Cool. Question. Further question. Should I go ahead, this can be off the record, should I go ahead and add Gothita to my team? Not yet. Okay. There is oh, no yeah. off the record. Everything's on the record. That's, That's true. true. <laughs> Patreons. Now it is. Listen up. <laughs> I do need to take just one moment actually myself. Well, I got something because we, um, we uh, overnight, we bond with the Pokemon as well since we all only have one. Don't forget to add 10 temporary HP to Pokemon of your choice. And then you also get an init- uh, a uh, inspiration point. And I thought about this last episode the end of last episode and june would have definitely like as she was going to bed um taken out bud because she basically let him down i mean bud fainted 
crushed against her skull, knocked her out, but she knew Bud was done for. Um, <clears throat> so she kind of releases Bud at the foot of her bed, and Bud is zonked out. I mean, he's not unconscious, but he is just exhausted from the fight from the whole day, probably the most action he's ever seen. Um, and she kind of wraps the blanket around his his back so that only his his mouth is showing and he's snoring away and she just whispers down to him and she says, I won't let this happen again, bud. I'm not going to let you down. And she drifts off to sleep. Anybody else want to do anything with their pokes uh, before we, uh, we jump back in kind of to wrap up the last episode to transition into this one. Jimmy, will, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy does something kind of similar and he's just like, uh, Lenny, my friend, you got your ass kicked. Believe it or not, and you may not believe it, I've gotten my ass kicked a lot in my life, <laughs> and uh, we're we're gonna get through it, and we're gonna make sure it doesn't happen again. And he gives him a little uh, scratch on the I don't know he's got like sort of this weird lobe on his head. I can't tell if that's his hair or if he has a protruding protruding probably get that checked out (laughs) yeah i give him a little scratch and ruffle of that uh whatever part of his body that is like a beluga whale he uses it to sense echolocation you might not know that about timbers well we do now (laughs) thank goodness um okay so you guys are all uh you know as i mentioned kind of the way your sleeping quarters are set up there's like a common room and then each of you have a closed door bedroom off of that center room and all of your watches chirp at the same time, and it's uh, what? Yeah, what did we say the noise was? Oh yeah, so all the watches go beep beep boop beep boop. Pretty edit that in, and we literally it's good. We're good every time. We'll do it. Well, I'll just randomly pitch it to somebody to make the watch noise. Actually, also if you're using your watch to communicate to somebody else, you have to make that noise. Nice. So that's part of the story now. Anyways, so beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. And it's Geneva. And she goes, I have an update. Um, let, let, let me, let me I, I didn't write this out because I had no idea how we were going to actually approach this. So let me think for a second. Just to say Mortimer has been up for like three hours. Early riser. Early to bed, early rise. <laughs> totally fair. Um, beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. Meet me in the null and void in an hour. We have some conversations. We have some conversations. Scratch that. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> We should have some conversations. Somebody set up us the bomb. To I, have some, I have some conversation hearts. Let me just. I just that, the problem is I don't have enough beer in me. Maybe I don't know. All right. Beep beep boop boop beep boop. Meet me in the null and void in an hour. We have more conversations to have. Okay, one more time. Perfect. Beep beep boop boop beep boop. Meet me at the null and void in an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to conversate? Perhaps multiple times. Meet me at the null and void. (laughs) Literally, you just hear, meet me at the null and void in an hour. Okay. That's all. And it just like, like the line cuts off. You don't have to make the sound. (laughs) It makes the sound. You don't have to make the sound. Um, okay, so that was 20 minutes of our first episode. Welcome back. <laughs> okay, uh, so June gets the message on her watch, immediately pops up. Uh, she's probably already been like up nursing her wounds from the day before, just kind of like scratching at her head, like stretching out. Um, 
she Aaron is still passed out, so she kind of smiles and uh, sucks him back into the Pokeball, and they head down. Jimmy he- Jimmy heads down. He does not put Lenny back in the Pokeball. They just stroll down together. Okay. Mortimer was already at the Null and Void having coffee. Early riser. <laughs> he got the message. He was already there. He sleeps like four hours a night. He went to bed at like eight. He fell asleep. Yeah. He fell asleep <laughs> playing slots. At the slot <laughs> machine? Just- <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Geneva walks in and sees that you're already there with uh, just a massive uh, cup of coffee, and she she takes a seat. You you obviously June Jimmy, you guys roll in and kind of take a seat at the at the bar. You guys are more than welcome to, or not? Excuse me, not the bar at the table. Kind of the same corner table you guys have been at the last couple times. And the first thing she does is she goes uh, Jimmy, and she like kind of snaps her fingers and kind of out of her sleeve, rolls out uh, a void Pokeball. She goes, here's your Gothita. It took a lot of work to crack that other Pokeball open. Fortunately, the technology was similar to ours. Unfortunately, I think it had a stress. I think it, it like encouraged stress onto Gothita, and she's not very happy. Um, so you got a level two Gothita. Who hates me. That's okay. We'll make friends. Um, so a level two Gothita with the hardy nature, um, which which might be why she uh, was able to kind of be extracted out of this Pokeball effectively. Um, but the the kind of the downside of this process on this Gothita, uh, not only did uh, she lose kind of some of her overall strength, is going to have to build that back up, which is why she she's uh, uh, lost a level. Um, obviously compared to what you all encountered. Um, but you're going to have to check the, uh, how your Pokemon are interacting with you. And from the middle where you would start with a Pokemon, you have to drop down a level with Gothita. Loyalty so, at negative one. So the loyalty is at a negative I one. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So the, the base loyalty is zero. So Gothita is at a negative one. Yeah. So the negative one loyalty is upset. Upset Pokemon hold a small grudge against their trainers that affects them in battle. Pokemon at this level add negative one to any saving throw they make. And that should be automatically calculated in the app. Okay. Okay. Real quick, Tins, if you don't mind, um, if you could just kind of give us the base rundown of kind of Gothita, maybe some HP, the moves it has. Gothita is like a little, like I said, sort of like a toddler goth Betty Boop is how I would describe her. Kind of like a black and white striped body with white bows, kissy lips. She knows pound, confusion, fake tears. Fake an opponent out with superficial tears, lowering their defenses. They must make a wisdom saving throw, and on a failure, all attacks are given a plus five. All attacks on that target are given a plus five bonus. So, as as, as you guys battle with a group, like that's incredibly strong. Sick. Yeah, and tickle. You turn your melee attack into a playful tickle. <laughs> as a bonus action at the end of the turn in which you use a melee attack, force an opponent to make a con saving throw against your move DC. On a failure, the target flinches. Fun. All right. So, um, you know, G- Geneva, inst- Geneva instructs you, you'll want to register that Pokeball to your watch. Um, and again, that's just a matter of scanning the ball into your watch. The watch is bound to you. The Pokeball is bound to the watch. So that's how you are effectively registered as the owner of that Pokemon. Um, cool. <clears throat> moving- I take her out of the Pokeball. Okay. 
Uh, so Gothita kind of materializes kind of on top of the table and she's literally just giving you the, I try to give her a little pat on, I try to give her a little pat on the head. She like, in a, she in like a friendly way. She like kind of pitches her shoulder and kind of leans away from you and just with a scowl, just, I put, I put my hands up in a defensive posture. Like, Hey, didn't mean anything by it. And I buy her a beer. Me and Timber are drinking a beer a piece. Okay, so this this AM meeting, uh, <laughs> just gripping and ripping beers. Geneva sees the beers roll over, run or come over, and uh, like Mankey smashes the or not, excuse me, Primate smashes them in between you and Timber, and then like looks at both of you, and then looks at Geneva, and she just shrugs, <laughs> and he just goes back to the bar, and you very loudly hear. Uh, uh, Rick could say, I think they've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> just a little hair of the dog, Rick. It's just a little hair of the dog. Geneva hands the Pokeball to uh, to Jimmy. And she's she's kind of like opening, getting her notebook back out, getting ready to look at kind of her notes, probably from the conversation uh, with the big boss the day before. And she goes, oh, I totally forgot. And she uh, turns to you, June. Uh, and she says, uh, Pierre Luke wanted me to hand this to you. And she puts a team void ball onto the table and she goes, uh, I'm not too sure what this is, but I'm going to need you all to exchange in one of your extra void balls because you're essentially getting another one. Does that make sense? I got you. So so, the star you's already housed in a Pokeball. Correct. Okay. So, so tens. And is this one different? No, so all of the void balls are that black sheen with the V, uh, the purple V in it, and I'll add a silver band kind of in the middle of the ball where it would crack open. That's a little flare I'm adding right now. Love it, love it. Yeah, so uh, obviously this gives you a sense of like, these are these aren't commonplace, it's difficult to come across them, maybe explains why a lot of void members don't have a plethora of Pokemon. So those are kind of the feelings that are going through your mind as you each turn in um, an empty void ball back to Geneva. Uh, Joe, you submitted five Pokemon to me. And um, I'm going to read those out real quick. Geodude, Machop, Tyrogue, Cubone, and Houndor. Yeah, you said pick a few fighting, pick a few not fighting, but still strong in what June might want. Correct. So if we recall from the last episode, the conversation with uh, Pierre-Luc was, I want something kind of scrappy, tough, uh, kind of sinewy. Fighting is kind of the, the thing. So, And he said, I'll, I, I'll get you something that I think you'll like. Uh, he didn't specify that it would necessarily be a fighting type. So in the in the context of Pokemon are difficult to come by, you might not get exactly what you want. So since there's since there's five on a one, uh, so there are just going to be one will be Geodude, two will be Machop, three will be Tyrogue, four will be Cubone, five will be Houndor, and uh, six will be a re-roll. Okay. You want me to roll? Or you roll? I, I'm, I'm going to roll it right here real quick. Okay. So that is a two. So Machop. Um, Sick. So th- you'll have a level one Machop. That's funny coming from Pierre-Luc who has a Machamp. Uh, and, and I, you know, keep that in mind as maybe a conversation piece with Pierre-Luc moving down. Um, you know, you mentioned fighting type and you said it might, I think you'll, you'll be happy with what you get. Joe, since it's starting at level one, I'm yep. going to allow you to uh, choose its nature. 
Oh, snap. Okay. Let's go with energetic. Okay. So give us the quick rundown of what a, a energetic Machop uh, is like, please. All right. So level one Machop, energetic nature, uh, boy or girl. I guess I could roll for that. Um, it's a, what is, what is, um, Aaron, Aaron's a, a male. Aaron's a boy. Yep. Um, I'm going to roll for it. One through three will be a boy. Four through six, a girl. Okay. Uh, it's a one. So, uh, Machop boy. is a boy. Another male. Okay. So at, uh, level one, Machop gets three moves, Leer, Low Kick, and Focus Energy. Focus Energy kind of amps up its, uh, ability to crit. Leer, I think, lowers an attack of an opposing Pokemon and low. Low kick is a uh, pretty standard fighting type move. Beautiful. Um, another thing that uh, we should talk about too. I don't know if you want to. Um, so a lot of Pokemon get like multiple abilities. So are you giving us all the abilities available to them, or are we uh, for the sa- for the sake of you guys having some control of forming the complexities of your team? I'm going to allow you guys to choose the abilities on your Pokemon. Okay. This is so, gonna this is going to go for obviously your starter as well as the new ones you guys get. That's the one thing you guys will get to control. Okay. Well, wait, but, I already have them, but only I, only one. You choose one of, the, of the two tins. Okay, sweet. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot that uh, Timber had two, so I haven't been using either one of them. I'm picking guts from a chop and sturdy for Aaron. That being said, I think that resolves all of the kind of Pokemon based activities from the night before does that sound right yep 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 so uh geneva pulls out her notebook once she you know gives you back her pokemon she pockets the other two pokeballs you guys uh, the void balls you guys returned and she begins to read a little bit and she goes so the good news is you guys get to stay on our intel was bad Obviously, this was far more involved than we anticipated when we sent you out. This this shouldn't have been something that you guys were tasked to do. Um, Kanos is looking into who this Max character is. Um, he's looking into what the tie is between the scientists and the electromagnetic radar, electromagnetic radar, and uh, the fact that their Pokeballs had the government symbol on. That's being studied, but. That being said, we're in, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't fault you for not performing under a set of circumstances we didn't know we were, we were putting yes, you in. Yes, we did perform flawlessly. I agree. She rolls her <laughs> eyes and continues. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is what we call the, the threshold point for, for people in Team Void. Obviously, you have the tattoos. We've brought you up to a certain point, but everything from now on moving forward is going to jump a lot deeper, and I need to make sure you guys are here with us, convinced of of what you're doing, whatever purpose you have here, and whatever direction we're providing you that you'll be able to go out and do it to the best of your ability and put our bigger goals, our bigger uh, vision in front of your own personal success. So I just want to level set with you all and make sure that we're all on the same page. And she 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 turns to um, she turns to Mortimer first, um, and do, doesn't uh, ask for your acknowledgement, but just takes takes a look to read your body language to see what you say or do. Mortimer is extremely hyper. All right, he's been he's been up since like five. <laughs> he's drinking coffee. 
His his leg under the table's bouncing, and he's just sitting there like nodding along. Like he is he's ready to go. He needs to get up and move around. But he can't. He's old. Mortimer, I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> Looks like you're in. She 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 rolls over to June, who Geneva kind of feels that just June has maybe the most or the deepest tie to the cause, uh, just a feeling she's picking up. So she doesn't expect to get a lot of flack from June. So she just kind of rolls by June to kind of see if there's an affirmation there. She's just got a squinted eyed, um, you know, got a determined look on her face with her hands on her hips and just nods as she kind of looks over. And she shoots a glance over at the, uh, the uh, over at Jimmy and uh, his timber Lenny, and and the angry Gothita that's on the table. Jimmy Jimmy is sort of half paying attention. Him and Timber are like toasting Gothita, and Gothita is her beer is just sitting in front of her. She's not uh, she's not taking any of it as they just clink onto it. And he's like, "Yeah, whatever, I'm in." She is, she seems kind of like a little repulsed by your answer of like the nonchalantly like in it's clearly a big deal for her so um the fact that you might not be as invested is kind of grinding her gears a little bit she kind of flips through uh her notebook some more i think it's a good time to level set with you all the origin of where the team void name comes from where that inspiration was pulled from um, and in her notebook unfolds almost as like a script that was maybe given to her of how to approach this conversation. Or maybe she had like pre-written notes of failed times that she's tried to repeat this story. So she's just kind of unfolds this piece of paper. There's this old work of fiction that speaks of a man, Patrios, and a woman, Madeira, that yearned for control of heaven and earth. And this story is where we get the basis or what we got the inspiration to name our group Team Void. These two amassed a magical power that could not be rivaled by anything on any plane in this story, and they became, they transcended to gods. Together, they had six children with equally as impressive power. However, the six children took a liking to the mortals all over the planet. Over time, they grew distant of their parents and began to represent the emotions of the people to their parents, reflecting what they're experiencing from the planet back to their parents, the gods. The oldest, Elpida, was the beacon of hope in the face of the oppression the mortal people suffered. The second oldest, Kanos, fighting off the fear wrought by the blackness of night, ushering the wave of calm that comes with the dawn of a new day. Next came the twins, Amodus, representing the grit of the people, and Theros, representing their courage to endure. Following them, Penthos, who embodied the grief felt by the people of Earth and what the gods were putting the mortals through. And lastly, Astio, the jokester. As the story progresses, the children being softened to the people of Earth begin pleading with Patrios and Madeira to loosen the stranglehold and allow the people to live their lives as they want. Fearing a rebellion, the children are banished to the dark plain known as the Void. Years passed as the children worked diligently on a way to return to Earth and overthrow their parents. With the hope instilled by Elpida, the grit and courage of Amodus and Theros, the weight of grief for the people expressed by Penthos, and Astio keeping the mood light when surrounded by darkness, Kanos 
was finally able to navigate the void and concoct a plan home. The road home, however, was not one paved without loss. The sacrifice of a pure-hearted sibling would carve the path from the void to earth and then to the heavens so the soul could pass over. Astio, the young jokester, assumed this role, noting that the other purest soul, Elpida, will need to lead the siblings and the people against their parents. When the final breath left Astio's body, a light tore through the void and the siblings were able to climb their way back to the mortal plane. The siblings rallied the people and were able to overcome and destroy Patrios and Madeira, restoring the earthly plane to a place of freedom and balance, all living creatures now having the opportunity to prosper. As you can imagine, when the founders of Team Void initially got together, they were able to draw quite a few comparisons to the siblings' quest and their own goals. The inspiration to name the Team Void were pulled directly from the pages of that novel, as were the leader code names. The current leaders that have donned these mantles of the siblings are as follows. Elpida, the matriarch of Team Void, is stationed in Jodo. Kanos is, of course, here in Kanto. Amodus and Theros are in Hoenn. Penthos is spearheading the campaign in Sinnoh. Lastly, you may or may not have seen him yet, but Astio is here in, in Kanto as well. So, uh, uh, Geneva, is this uh, are these um, these titles within Void? Is this like um, is this just like a title? Is that, that like can anybody be Kanos? Is that how yes. that works? So I mean, I, not not so not every any not anybody can be Kanos. You earn your way uh, right. to the top, but when one Kanos falls, the next person becomes Kanos. I I I would think I now know my destiny within Team Void. I am one of six children. I slaved away in the mines, and I worked my way up out of the void. So I think I might just be the next Kanos. <laughs> You gotta live that long, Morty. <laughs> she she looks over and she's like, "Okay, dude." <laughs> um, and she's she's just kind of like boiling a little bit, like with rage. Just like to her that that statement you just made like rings so fucking hollow. And she looks at June and then like peers over at Jimmy, looks back at Mortimer, and she just flatly just drops her hands and she's like, "Listen." Mortimer, your wife believed in this cause, so we brought you in because the best way we can tie people to our cause is by finding a root source that may have tied them in other ways, i.e. family members. Your wife believed in this. I'd expect a little bit more panache. We drug you out of the fucking mines to be here. In Orberg, your future was bleak. There was nothing there for you. We're giving you an opportunity to do something that maybe you don't care about, but the person you cared about cared about. And all of this seems to be, why look to the top when you guys can't even manage what's in front of you? Prove yourself once. Yes, yes, you were face to You said you yourself that you gave us faulty information. You sent us on basically what amounted to a suicide mission. The fact that we're even alive, all right, we're what here. Was the, what was the goal? If you couldn't leave with the electromagnet ra radar and schematics, destroy them. You're telling me you didn't have the opportunity to do that? I find that hard to believe. Mortimer certainly did not. You're right. I come from nothing, and I am here. You're here because we put you here. Have a little bit more gusto in what's going on, and stop looking 10 miles ahead of you and start dealing with the tasks at hand. Jimmy, you're a 
fucking criminal. You're a fucking criminal. That all you care about You're is also money. You're a criminal. And- Geneva, you kidnapped us. You can't. You can't say, "Oh, you're a criminal. You are a kidnapper. You personally are a kidnapper. You can't uh, shame me for being a criminal, my friend. Try, try something else." We brought you and at least gave you a positive avenue to direct your degeneracy into something that'll Geneva, actually. We've been here for like three days. We've been here for like three days. You're acting like I should be, uh, I should be ready to lay my life on the line. I've been here for two days, three days, okay? I mean, I'm in. You're I'm a low, in. What you're do you a low life who steals. We give you, we, you're a low life who steals. We give you an, an easy, an easy way to earn money while making a difference. You have a place to stay. We're equipping you with things that you've never even imagined and power that is going to only grow. And I don't care if you don't believe in the cause, but we are checking all the boxes in the stupid shit that you pull during your life, except now we're giving it to you easy and we're putting you into a direction with a little bit I'm of in. focus. I'm in. And I'm in. I'm, what are you doing? I'm, I'm in. I'm doing what you want me to do. Just uh, don't act like I owe you something. Geneva. Geneva snaps around and looks at uh, June. June's been rolling around the Pokeballs in her pockets kind of soaking all this shit in. And she looks at the group and she says, enough of this shit, okay? We're here. We're here to do a job. There's one thing I've learned in my life. It's to leave the past in the past. Whatever we did on that mission, it's over now. Let's look forward. We didn't get the fucking electromatic radar. We didn't get your stupid schematics. Whoever has it, has it. What do we do now, Geneva? She flips through her notebook. She goes, well, since the electromagnetic radar is gone, we're trying to do some more intel research to figure out, one, who has it, two, uh, what it's going to be used for. We've got notification from our uh, Team Void and Jodo that there's a rise of activity at the Cerulean Hydro, uh, by the utility company Cerulean Hydro, that seems to correspond with the little... Uh, incident at Fort Cinnabar. We're tying that uptick in activity there with the uh, electromagnetic radar. The timelines seem to to jive. Um, Cerulean Hydro has been almost a defunct company uh, until about 85 years ago. Um, And they kind of had a meteoric rise for a utility company that was literally only dealing with one town at the time utilities you, you're talking U- utilities electric. as in um electric utility yep okay um cerulean hydra's meteoric rise uh has gone from not only all the businesses and households within their original footprint but has extend uh, extended to all of canto irregardless of what utility company has fed your 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 homes, your huts, your your businesses near you. They are a proxy back to Cerulean Hydro. We think the electromagnetic radar has gone into this utility company's hands, and we don't know why. I, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around what happened. We fought this kid, this guy named Max, who beat us down. And we found ourselves in a van of the military police, the government. 
they had to be tied somehow. How do we get from point A to point B? And where in between did someone take the radar? Those those are all all things we're trying to resolve. We don't know who this Max character is. We have people looking into that. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. I do know that the timeline between when you all went to search for the electromagnetic radar and were brought back here in that 12-hour span, Cerulean Hydro arm that they have in Johto has all of a sudden seen a massive, massive uptick in traffic, uh, energy productivity, amongst other things that I don't quite understand about how electric works, and she just kind of shrugs. Um, but we're, we, we are, without 100% uh, proof, connecting those two incidents. So Jennifer, what are what are we talking here? Are we talking like another like infiltration mission kind of thing? What what uh, what are we trying to get at? I understand what what what, but like for us, for for me and Jimmy and June, like, are you all going to send us in again? Is that is this the plan? Because um, last time we weren't extremely well prepared. I mean, we got there. We just you know we got there. We just didn't really apparently finish um <laughs> it's just the way it goes sometimes um so so is that the kind of thing we're, we're um, looking at doing here again yes um not it, it might not be as clear-cut as an infiltration mission uh we're also not sending you to johto there's cerulean hydro originally had a power plant on the eastern edge of the continent um, I guess Johto would be a continent. We'll say a region. East coast of the region. And we are trying to see, and we are going to have you see, if we can gauge the uptick that happened in Johto with a potential uptick that might happen in Kanto. We are, after the, the Dunright food incident and this, we're starting to get the sinking feeling that the government has their hands in a lot more non-government things that we anticipated and using all of these different avenues, the food sources, the energy sources, it's giving us a much, it, it's, it's feeling like the vice is tightening around our necks of what we actually have freedom from the government in what we have actually freedom from the government. So the goal that we're going to send you on is to that power plant to relocate or to, not to relocate, but to infiltrate and find out, are they going through similar issues? Why has the government decided to put themselves into a position to bolster certain utility companies versus others? Geneva, are we in danger here? I mean, out of all the shit that went down, they saw us. They saw our Pokeballs. They can make the connections. Danger here is in where you're located or danger is in being a part of Team Void? Void headquarters. I mean, the, our physical place. Um, our physical place has been fairly kept uh, kept fairly well under the radar. Pallet Town is almost deserted. There's almost zero reason for people to come here, and the reflection of this lab reflects one of complete abandon. Our infrastructure is built underground. We haven't ever felt any resistance or anything that would say, hey... They, they know we're here. We need to move. 
That being said, the government certainly knows who we are and we know what they're about. So being a part of Teen Void inherently probably puts you uh, in harm's way when it comes to any branch of these, what normally would be separated from the government companies. If they are government involved, you, you, that might be a quick way to find static. She, she flips again through her notes. And she, 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 she speaks to you. Based on the intel we've gotten, that large influx of power source in Johto might be transferred to this Kanto plant to see that uptick in power output. We want you to try and find out what that source is and, if possible, stop its implementation. It's going to take, be a reconnaissance approach. Try to avoid conflict, if at all possible. We do have a Void member that has infiltrated the energy branch of the government. However, the amount of time it took cultivating the relationships to get them there cannot be compromised. You three, however, and she just kind of, eh, yeah, <laughs> will be flying you in under the cover of night this evening via Pokemon as to not immediately be detected being in airspace. You're going to head, once you, once you land, you'll head east along Route 9 until you reach Hydro Town. From there, south to the power plant itself. When you think you've had, you've uncovered everything you can, call me on the VG watch for extraction. Wait, okay, whoa, 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 wait, wait. We're going to be flying on these things? Well, these things. Not the ones you got. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. I I think there is a small um, issue that we need to address that might have helped on our last mission. And that is, um, I think we need to put somebody in charge because when we got there and we was making our plans, um, we had three different plans and I think that might have led to part of our, uh, let's not say failure, but our inability to successfully complete, (laughs) uh, the mission. (laughs) Um... Geneva Geneva goes, she she kind of like uh, goes, fortunately for this one, Mortimer, there is no tangible activity you all have to do. While that is correct. Find out what you can. (laughs) And once you think you've met that threshold, just call me. We'll get you out of there. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, I think that when we are sent out on these missions, it would be helpful if we had uh, somebody a skilled and talented individual who could, um, you know, kind of make the calls, um, you know, for the group. And I, I, I think I nominate June. She's clearly the most talented with, um, you know, her <laughs> Pokemons. Um, you all seem to have the most faith in her and I'm too old for this kind of stuff. And Jimmy is extremely unreliable. So, so G- Geneva, Geneva does pause. She, she reaches out and she goes, Okay, quick pause. While probably good to figure out amongst yourselves how you're going to approach these missions, I don't recall my watch going off once while you guys were in the food plant. Um, t- it was not part of the plan, which we didn't have. So Any of the three plans. Um, but going forward, look we, look, we are all adults here. We can learn from our mistakes, and this is a mistake that we have learned from. Now we know. Um, the minute something goes wrong, we'll just call you, and you can bail us out. 
<laughs> I'm essentially for out of character. <laughs> the watch for some intents and purposes is kind of like Navi in Ocarina of Time. Hey, it, it yells at us inconveniently. <laughs> so I won't bother you inconveniently, and I'm not going to give you the house when you buzz Geneva in, <laughs> but there are some questions that you can ask if you're not understanding what's going on, if you don't know what something is, if you need some clarification. They're like, like fucking buzz her up. That's Look, what I'm just trying to, trying, trying to put a command structure in place. That's all. Brian, Mortimer, Mortimer. Uh, Navi is like uh, the video game version of Clippy from Microsoft Word. <laughs> like when you need real, assistance. Real fucking funny, Jeff. <laughs> so after Geneva says, you guys can ring me on the watch as well. She just kind of leaves it be. You guys can organize yourselves as you want. Uh, she, I'm not saying that, but she's kind of just like puts her hand out, says that, and then kind of reels back. Are there any questions? Any concerns, anything I can look into for you. You guys are going to have uh, a, a day to kind of prepare, and we are leaving this evening uh, it, around 11 p.m. So what would that be? 2300. Do, you, do, you have, do we have any uh, disguises? That, that is completely up to you. Plain clothing always seemed to work for us. Is there something we can do to prepare for this? I mean, what do you recommend as far as preparations? Are there people that have gone on missions like that around here that we could talk to? Specifically to the power plant, no. Uh, Reconnaissance missions, uh, plenty of individuals have. And she just kind of waves her arm uh, throughout the null and void as people are kind of trickling in, you know, getting uh, morning coffee, some food, things like that. Um, and she goes, you, you can pick anybody's brain. I don't think they'll have, we've never been to the power plant in Kanto before. I don't think it'll be that specific to your, uh, to your mission. However, Hey, anything helps, right? Listen, boys, I don't know. I think it might be a good idea to just split up and try to figure out as much as we can about this place and about maybe people that have gone on missions like this and you know what they would recommend. Cause this is obviously a first time for me. I I mean I it's what it sounds like is that we are going to be just trying to go and infiltrate another place that like I think most of the people that work there are probably just normal people just from what uh, Geneva said I I mean I don't know how much we'll get from all these other people I think maybe we should just try and you know rest up and get ready uh to head out might be the best use uh, and not stay up uh gambling half the night Jimmy fine fine but so, this is a power plant. We're going inside the power plant. Yeah, you might not go. You might not go inside. You might just have to get near it. It's just to get information. It's an inf- information gathering mission. We're not trying to put you in harm's way. If things start heating up, we'll get you out of there. It's it's just to gather information. If you can make your way in safely, and you believe you can get out safely uh, to get extracted, then by all means. You guys, it's it's up to you to gather as much information as you think you can about what's going on with these power spikes and if it ties to the electromagnetic radar or not. And and June, June, you are mission leader for this mission. You've got it. I don't know what that means, but I take that responsibility. Geneva, Geneva just starts cracking a smile as she's watching this like 
hand off of power within the group <laughs> and and how june's like am i do i want to be doing this type of c- scenario and geneva's just kind of laughing at the the whole the whole uh not, not laughing but like chuckling at it um she uh she turns to you again uh to all three of you she goes we're going to like i said fly you in there with pokemon to stay out of uh detectable airspace Geneva, um, what what kind of Pokemon are we going to be flying in on? Because um, I'm still trying to learn what all these are, and flying sounds awesome. Mortimer, I don't know the answer to that. I don't. I don't prepare our traveling the Pokemon we use for travel. It could be two of one, one of another. It could be three of the same. Could be three uh, different ones. Is, I have no what idea. Is what is one of another? What is that? Can you describe that Pokemon to me? Gonna gonna have to. You're gonna have to <laughs> scan it in with your watch when you see it, Morty. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to. I can't wait to see this one of another. <laughs> she goes. The closest we can drop you off is going to be on the eastern edge of Cerulean City. That puts you Route Nine over to the power plant, and you should be good to go. Um, now, caveat asterisk for you, Jimmy. Uh, for you, Morty, for you, June, um, it's not going to necessarily be as easy as I just laid it out to be. Um, mm, after, a food after, plant situation. After the learning experience that we all had at the food plant, um, let's try and let's try and keep on our toes a little bit more um, and take uh, approach situations with just a bit more caution. Although it is a power plant and probably is staffed by a bunch of regular people, there's might be some more nefarious things working in the shadows, just like we are. We are nefarious things working in the shadows, right, Jimmy? And she just elbows you in the shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. He elbows her back jovially. You guys are cute. Um, And she just kind of slaps her hands on the table. Well, if you have any questions, let me know. We will be out of here at 2300. Meet me right back here. And she strolls out of the null and void and heads back towards the elevator. This is Joe. Thanks for listening to episode six of You Meet in the Tavern Presents Void. Hope you're enjoying it. Hope you're enjoying the campaign so far. I'll make this mid-roll a quick one since we got a little bit of a longer episode this time. I want to give a special shout out to all our Patreon subscribers, especially those that donate $10 or more financially to the show to keep us going, keep making this worth it, and helping us uh, get better with the things we do. So, Jello Crew, Kurt Nolan, Mark Albright, Tarkin Davis, Jonathan Zeman, Dash Cole, Andre K, Sierra Clark, Jason Ford, Darth Nate, Nokamis, I think I said that right, Holly Roxana, Rockin' R's Woodshop, Strive for Honor, Max Bender, Caitlin Harvey, Loam Rouse, James Wallingford, Garrett Johnson, Joey Balboa, Fumbles O'Brien, Spoopy Fondue, 8-Bit Wizard, Sam J.O. Melton, Jason Cumberland, Team Finch, Charles Hollow, Chris Nelson, Ethan Johnson, Adam Hoffling, Mark Deacon, Matthew Watson, Raver E. Alice, Brandon Galbraith, Super Average, Jason, Michelle Stevens, Brendan Endicott, Grant Trickle, Liquor Locker, 
and Jace Harper. Thank you guys so, so much for your financial support to the show. Um, and thank you to all listeners and all patrons that, uh, you know, give us support. We, we really appreciate it. If you want to support the show more, you can join our communities. we got Discord, Reddit, um, Facebook, all those groups of, of listeners talking about the show, talking about D&D, Pokemon in general. Um, and you can also leave us an iTunes review and rating, which helps us rise the ranks and help more people uh, find out about the show. So thank you very much for listening. Enjoy the rest of episode six, and we will see you in about two weeks. June turns to the two gentlemen and says, well, I'm going to try to find out some more information. I'm going to try to figure out what kind of things we can expect from a mission like this, maybe not identical to it. And uh, I don't know, maybe get some training with uh, my Chappie here. Chappie? Is that what you're naming? I don't know what I'm going to name it yet. That's not a very good name. It's Chappie. I guess Chappie it is. Chappie. Chappie. No, don't yep. like that. Nope. Done well, that. Shouldn't have picked that as the Machop's name. Gothard like is on the table just going. <laughs> mean mugging. Mean mugging. And then she like snaps a look over at, uh, over at Jimmy like, you better not fucking do me like that. <laughs> June, June kind of whips around and just says, yeah, we'll figure it out. And she uh, walks away. Morty, Jimmy, what are you guys doing? Um, Morty's going to tag along uh, behind June, just kind of loosely... Uh, having basically just made June the leader of the the group, Morty's just going to kind of follow along. Yeah, sure. Okay, so everybody's following you, everybody's June. Following well, June. I, I mean, otherwise, like if we all split up, then that's just more stuff for you, which is fine. More stuff for me. I mean, I don't. Okay, no, no, no. We're, don't we're go easy. And, like we've we derailed immediately. <laughs> like none of this is fucking like in my shit. That's why I got lost I in my notes. Derailed? Not like not derailed like the story, but derailed kind of the trajectory oh, oh, of where okay. I was going with this. Right. So so we're, we're, we're all, we're all ad lib now, baby. <laughs> Morty's still gonna just follow June, kind of hang, you know. Not too close, but close enough so people know like we're we're a team. But you guys are in a fucking straight line like an elementary school going to lunch. June, where are you leading the troop? Well, June was going to, um, I don't know, like Geneva kind of gestured to everyone around this whole floor. So she's going to look for people that are, I don't know, they look like they are mission goers. They are a similar group to ours, maybe a little bit more experienced, battle hardened, Um the tougher crowd, maybe ones that are looking over notes or maps or whatever, whether it be in the Nolan Void. She's just seeking out those types of people um, that look like they've been been through a lot of stuff. Sure. So we're kind of uh, out in the open right now. Um, like we'll, we'll out in the open in terms of this can kind of go in any direction. So uh, describe the person or the individual that you spot that you think is the person you want to go talk to. And they'll exist, and we'll go talk to them. Okay, um, I think I see some some older gentlemen. Not not Morty old, but um, I mean not like old old. No, no, not like close to death. But uh, what do I don't you know, mean? Musc- muscular. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm imagining like a Lieutenant Surge type character, like a General Patton, uh, maybe in like a full black jumpsuit with a big V logo. I don't know. He might have some. Um, 
like patches on his arms just to show his years of service. Uh, maybe standing against one of the tables, looking around, pouring over a book or something. Uh, just a, a hardened vet. So um, you, you see, you see a, a guy in a corner who's sipping a coffee and kind of has what looks like a map, kind of uh, what is probably a huge piece of paper, but folded down. And he's looking at about like an eight and a half by 11 portion of it. And he's sipping his coffee and he's like staring intently on it. Down each sleeve of his arms are just an array of like military uh, uh, military patches going from the cuff of his sleeve up to the seam of his shoulder. Uh, brown hair, kind of like, uh, kind of like guile, just brown hair, but like flat top and like kicks out to the front. And he is just all jacked up kind of like, uh, what was it? Uh, Mr. Incredible or whatever from the Incredibles, like how he has like a tiny coffee mug. It's like a normal coffee mm-hmm. mug, but to him it looks <laughs> tiny. Um, and he's just, he's just sitting in the corner of the, uh, the Nolan void kind of say like diagonally to the other corner from where you guys were sitting. All right, so June strolls up, uh, whistles to uh, um, Ricketts, and says, "Hey, uh, coffee black, please." And you know, waves over and takes one of the chairs next to the man and flips it around and sits on it backwards um, and says, "What's the news?" Behind you, you just hear a tussle as Ricketts and uh, his primate Tug are just in a battle for no reason. They're just like fighting again, and the coffee. Uh, the coffee mug is slammed in front of you. Two thirds of it is just gone, spilled over the sides <laughs> from this tussle. And like the primate just like hops on the table, hops on the bar, and like just boom, just buzzes away. The guy, um, the guy doesn't even look up from the map he's studying, and he just kind of grunts, <clears throat> and he just doesn't pay you any mind. He's just kind of like, kind of like a get to the point. Like, why are you here? All right, listen, buddy, I'm new here. My friends are too. They're right behind me. They don't know I notice, but they are behind me. Jimmy waves. And uh, when you when Jimmy waves, you just Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's just kind of like, oh god. <laughs> What's your name? My name's June. Okay. Um. <laughs> Wait, what just happened? Uh, he asked a name, <laughs> and I don't have one. I oh. think it's Guile. <laughs> it's Guile. Done. <laughs> Jorts. <laughs> It's, it's, it's no, his name, he just goes, my name's Guy, Guy Lyle. (laughs) Guy Lyle. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, June kind of takes a deep swig of her black coffee. It's really hot. It's gone. uh, Like there was not, there's barely any left in your mouth. That was it. All right. She finishes her coffee in one fell swoop and says, all right, Guy. Well, like I said, uh, June, we're new here. Uh, these are my pals, Morty and Jimmy. And we got an important mission coming up. We're supposed to, I don't know if we could talk about this. I guess it's all out in the open here in, in Void, right? June, you know how I got all these patches on this jacket? You know how I earned all these? No, but I bet you're about to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of he smirks. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I bought this jacket. This has nothing to do with us. I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and he takes another drink of coffee and he slams his mug down and he like kind of like flips his uh the map kind of like twirls it onto the table and he goes june what the fuck can i do for you you do got about 15 minutes before i got to go to the training ground so fire away what can i do for you all right guy lyle listen 
like I said, going on a mission. I don't. I, I thought you looked like a seasoned vet, like you've been around the block a few times here in Void. Is that not true with this jacket story? Uh, I just joined up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm brand new. No, no, he, he he just laughs like, yeah, I've been here for a while. I've been here for a while. All all types of missions. What uh, do, what type of mission are you going on? We're doing kind of like a a knowledge. Check. It's, we're, it's we're, looking, reconnaissance. we're uh we're infiltrating a power plant with no disguises or layout of the power plant. He he looks at you and he goes, Yeah, so you want to join this conversation? You're just gonna yell at me from afar. And he turns back to June and he goes, You really it's really tough to not to get the full picture before you go do anything. Uh, glad to see they find you guys smart enough to do a knowledge mission or what? I don't, I've never gotten one of those. I'm more of the, uh, crash and boom type, uh, missions, but, um, I, they don't really equip you with shit when they give you information to be quite honest. You're really just kind of thrown out there to figure it out. But I, I, you know, I like the direction that this place is going and I was working in a factory until, uh, until they picked me up. So I keep my mouth shut. I do the best I can with the information given and plug forward. As far as infiltrating, I have, n- I've never worn a disguise. I really like this jacket. I kind of wear that as often as I can. Um, <laughs> That's a nice jacket, but for a knowledge thing, I don't know. Um, did you try asking around for, for information on the power plant around here. I, I don't, I don't know much about it. I'm not a, a really worldly fellow. I'm just kind of a, you know, point me in a direction and shoot type of type of individual guy. You are the first person I wanted to talk to. Do you have, do you know, I'm, you know, people around here that might know something about a power plant. And he kind of rolls his eyes and he goes, have have you been to the black void market yet? Nope. That's actually the only place we have not been to. That's fucking weird, because everybody goes there the first day on the tour. But um, anyways, um, <laughs> he goes, uh, all the people that run the stuff here, Ricketts, Gertrude, Pierre-Luc, they all used to go on missions, and they're just kind of retired to to still be a part and try and be a positive impact. Uh I'm pretty sure Gertrude used to be a spy in the Boyd, the the lady that runs the uh, Black Void Market. She might be able to tell you something. Uh, she flips her chair around, scoots it in, um, kind of pushes her coffee away, and she says, "Guy, it's been a pleasure. We'll go check that out." He he grabs you by your like by the your sleeve and kind of pulls you in. He goes, "What's wrong with that old one?" And he kind of like thumbs over, like just points over your shoulder, like, "What's wrong with him?" She kind of leans forward and puts her hand up, and she just says, dementia. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're really struggling to get people. All right, good luck. And he kind of like gives you one of those um, and b- grabs his coffee mug and grabs the, the set, of, set of plans and is back to studying him. All right, well, she turns around to her brethren and says, what do you say we go check out that market? Finally. Sure. Why not? You lead the way, Jimmy. Jimmy heads for the market. Morty Morty just stands there staring at, at Guy for a minute, just kind of lost in thought, staring at his jacket, and then just kind of turns and walks away. <laughs> um, Jimmy, as you enter the, the market, 
you immediately like you 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 take a couple steps in and you just feel like a raucous tug all over the pockets of your uh, of your jeans. I grab the source of the tug. You just barely barely miss snatching uh, a cat like Pokemon that has just kind of a golden nugget on the on like emblazoned in his forehead. And as you reach for it, it kind of hops onto your arm and then sits on your shoulder. And he looks over at an old, old lady behind the behind the counter. And she looks at you, come in, she goes, Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> 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 Just she didn't slam her face in a, a pie first and do the full doubt fire, but oh, hello. How can I help you today? Well, I heard there's stuff here we can buy. What, what do you got for us? Uh, June kind of <laughs> nudges Jimmy. It's like, we're not looking to buy shit, Jimmy. We need some info. Uh, I mean, we could also buy information. I would like information for free and goods, possibly for money, Jimmy says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what information are you looking for? Also, all the prices are listed on the wall. <laughs> She is now like, she kind of, she's concerned for your like mental stability. Like, are these people normal? Why are they in here? Gertrude, listen, I'm sorry for my friend. He seems to be very confused. I think he drank too many beers at 9 a.m. Anyway. She she just we're, looks we're, down and goes. I know, I know, I know. I got dementia and alcoholism all around me. Uh, Gertrude. Do you know anything about the Johto power plant? We uh, we were just given a mission to go infiltrate and find out as much as we can about the place. Apparently, there's some some extracurriculars going on behind the scenes. And I met a guy, Guy Lyle. Does the name ring a bell? <laughs> he's he's a dumb one. He's a dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's reassuring. Um, I mean, he's more of the point him in a direction and shoot type of guy, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, that's why he, he brought us to you. He said you may know a little bit more something about uh, infiltration, about uh, gaining knowledge from people that may not want to give it. She kind of like looks longingly into the distance at a time where she was maybe a bit more sprightly and the uh, excitement of being out in the field kind of rushes over. She goes, of course, but first, everyone calls me Gert. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate, Gertrude. But I'll do it if that makes you happy. <laughs> she just points at you. It totally does. And she, right, she's Gert. thinking for a moment. She goes, "Power plant. Um, who runs?" And she's just kind of like racking her brain. Is that who? I've never been. Which one are you going to? Is it the one in Kanto, or is there? Are you going to a different region? Did I say Johto? I meant Kanto. Thank you, Jim. And she she looks over at Jim. He goes. He does speak. Um, uh, <laughs> so Kanto, that that started as Cerulean Hydro. That that's it. That's the group. And she's thinking, and uh, she's thinking. She goes, "There, it used to be the outfits of the people that used to work there were blue jumpsuits, but those were the the grunt people, like the the people that would do the maintenance and." Utility line work, and she's she just keeps racking her brain. She goes, "Who was on top of that?" 
while she's doing this, Mortimer's eyes just light up and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out Tilly's journal and just starts leafing through the pages looking for a specific page. <laughs> um, and she's thinking and she goes, I, th- I think, I don't know if Cerulean Hydro still operates the same. I th- heard, I thought that they partnered up and started expanding to other regions. So maybe the blue jumpsuit isn't right anymore, but um, street clothes are going to be a dead giveaway. There's equipment they have to wear to work on these lines. I don't know how far you're trying to get in. If you want to, I don't know. As a spy, I always tried to dress as nicely as possible and always assume to be the highest person in the group I was speaking to. So Janine uh-huh. tells us, <laughs> I found it. June, come look at come look at this. This is in t- it's in a journal. There's a drawing here. It, but it says okay. it says Kurt. It's Kurt. Kurt. Tilly Tilly Gert, did you ever meet my Tilly? She was a Team Void member. Tilly Tilly <laughs> There was yeah. There was there was a a, a woman that worked here. Named Tilly? Yeah, I, I, I've been learning my letters, and I at first <laughs> thought this said Kurt, but it says Gert. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I triumph. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Gert. I'm and Gert. He holds, he holds up Tilly's the journal, and there's a like a little like stick figure drawing, but clearly it it matches Gert. She she looks and and it's kind of like her eyes wide, and she goes that. That's one of our old mission tracking journals. Like, and she kind of waves it on. Like, can I look at, I haven't seen one of those in ages. She, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here you go. And he hands it over. And she kind of like flips to the front and opens the, the front. Uh, uh, what's that called? Flap. Yes, front flap. Thank you. The front flap. And she sees Tilly's name written in there and uh, a, a date kind of scrawled on there. And she flips back through to the page where she was sketched in um, and turns it over. And there is uh, a very well uh, sketched uh, Meowth, which is the cat-like Pokemon that kind of accosted Jimmy uh, when he walked in. So she goes, that, I remember that drawing. She sat right there in that corner and it took her two hours to draw this and she kind of turns it to everybody and unlike the drawing of her it's an incredibly intricate <laughs> drawn like intricately drawn meowth um she, she always used to love to draw in her free time if i remember right and she's like looking up she used to work on g6 she never really went out for missions, but she she really took care of Pokemon, and she might have been one of the breeders, too. And she's, like, back to kind of looking up in the sky, kind of racking her brain, but trails off. Oh, Gert, that, that, that's so heartwarming to know that, that somebody else here remembers my sweet Tully. And he kind of grabs the diary and just kind of, like, wrestles it from her hands. She's got that... She's not holding it. She's got that weird, like, old lady rigor mortis grip on it as she's, like, not paying attention. 
<laughs> as she's you know, like, like dead. <laughs> as she's not paying attention that you're trying to take it back, but still kind of like peering off up into the distance. Um, you kind of get the feeling that Gert is uh, much older than you, so maybe by like 15, 20 years. So um, might have been there for kind of Tilly's entire time, time with Void. within Team Void. Yep. Well, June says, listen, this has been a sweet moment, uh, but Gert, blue jumpsuits, do you guys yeah. sell those here? Is there something we can buy locally, or are we going to have to try to, I don't know, wrangle them from these people? Or, or something else that you can remember, maybe people higher up in the power plant? Because I'm pretty sure uh, Geneva said that Cerulean Hydro still controls that power plant. She's thinking again. She goes, if they still control the hydro. And she thinks and she kind of stammers. I I don't think we don't have jumpsuits, but I don't think that would be the way I would do it. Because what if you would you do it? What if you're I would dress as I dress. I, I used to doll myself up really nicely and I would in I would put myself in the position of power within a group. I would automatically assume the role of their superiors, the higher up, always be the top ranking individual within a group of individuals. All right, well here's a question then for you. You've been there, correct? To the power plant? Yes. No, I've never been there. Not to <laughs> not. <laughs> so she's been to she's been to other ones. She hasn't right. been to the Canto one. Nobody, okay. nobody from Team Void has been on Canto. Has been to the Canto power plant. They've been to the but other. To other but to other power plants by Cerulean Hydro, correct? Yes. Aha. Would you say that? Okay. Well, let's just assume similar schematics. Is there a place set apart from the power plant where maybe people meet up? Maybe some place uh, away from a mass of people where we could kind of, I don't know, acquire the correct uh, uniforms or credentials in order to uh, slip in and pretend we're at a high place of power? I thought when you said acquire, I thought at first you said a space c-h-o-i-r like the power plant employees met at the church (laughs) (laughs) met at the church to you know (laughs) sing the choir um she thinks for a second i i don't i don't know are they are they they're not they're not dropping you off at the power plant are they no 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 far far away um my best guess would be I think your best bet is to use context clues that you learned from where you're dropped off and okay. do your best. Okay, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Like, I have no idea what to she tell you. She cuts Gert off. She says, Gert, 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 you have been so helpful. Just like Guy. You We're going to go to the choir. I, we basically um, know exactly what to do I on this mission. I think that uh, if we had just listened to Geneva during our initial meeting, um, she told us that these people might have been some help but really not that it would be something that we would just have to deal with when we get there june um but good try uh that's why you're in charge because you um are <laughs> going to be the leader but i am going to take my leave and get some rest before we head out for this mission gert it was truly a pleasure to meet you to know that somebody else here 
remembers Tilly, just warms my heart. And he just kind of walks out and heads back to his room to get some rest. June turns back to Mortimer and says, Mortimer, it's 9 a.m. <laughs> just because you've been up for an hour doesn't mean I have. I've been up since five. <laughs> um, well, uh, June kind of takes her leave, says, thanks, Gert. Says, well, Jimmy, I guess this is just a matter of we get dropped off and we figure it out. We're on our own. Doesn't seem to be many helpful people around here. <laughs> so I'm going to go train the new guy. And she pats the side of her uh, her jeans and walks off towards the training facilities or towards the elevator to maybe get some training. Jimmy, Jimmy will go to the training facility, too, to try to bond with Gothita. Oh, June notices him following and just says, you want to train? You want to go against each other? You want to try this out? Uh, Jimmy's afraid that if he loses, Gothita is going to be even madder. <laughs> are you are you chickening out, Jimmy? Yeah, sure. Why don't we fight your level one Machop against my level two psychic type? Actually, yes, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those words means, but let's do it. So you go down, uh, you jump in the elevator, you go actually up to uh, G1, and you walk down that long hallway, and you're back in the room where you initially started uh, on your first exposure to Team Void in that kind of open room. As you're walking in, a pair of two people are walking back, uh, walking past you, leaving the training center, and just like saying how good of a, a training session that was. Um, and one of them mentioned how um, how strong their horsey is getting. I mean, I mean, you guys are open to do what you want. It's an open room, and you can do what you want in there. So Jimmy, yeah. So June walks forward, steps to kind of the empty space on the other side of the the arena where this big empty space is between them, and she plants her feet and she picks up Machop's pokeball out of her pocket and she kind of flips it up in the air and she says Machop huh and she releases him and it, it in a big blast of light he flies forward and lands on the uh, the arena floor and she immediately scans him with her watch Machop Machop's muscles are special they never get sore no matter how much they u- they are used in exercise nothing like a robot fucking stuttering <laughs> 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 Uh, so she smiles at that and she says, you're a pretty tough little guy. Pierre did good. Why don't we call you Randy? Mach, machop, macho man. (laughs) Randy. I'm going to call you Randy. And he kind of like, he's doing the pumped up, like breathing in and out, bobbing up and down. And he like kisses his muscles and he's ready to go. All right, Jimmy, let's see what you got. Come up with, uh. Jimmy sends out, but Gothita was already out. They've just been walking around together all day, him and Gothita and Timber. Jimmy doesn't like keeping his guys locked up. Um, as far as her name. who Who's the goth girl from your high school? What was her name? Eh, probably don't need to be doing that. <laughs> well, we, we <laughs> went to an all-boys school, so, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, but Trish. we were in, uh, yeah, we were in, uh, that's, yep, I like that. We'll name the Gothita <laughs> Trish. So... Machop Randy Savage versus Trish. <laughs> yeah. Roll initiative.